0: time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. It is the Newsmax
1: Daily. My name is Rob Carson. Hello. I hope you're having a wonderful uh, Christmas holiday season or a Hanukkah holiday season as well. Um, I am so enthusiastic about Christmas this year. Now, my son is uh, still at college. He was supposed to come back last week, and he's staying in college just because I have COVID. My wife tested positive for COVID. My daughter is 16. She has not been tested. She has has sniffles, so um, she may or may not have it. My wife did lose her sense of taste as well, and hopefully that's going to come back around. But we've all been in this sick house for a week. Uh, eight days, actually, and, and it's, you know, it, it's, a little, uh, it's a little maddening, to be quite honest. Uh, you think after a while, hey, you know, you can hang out at home and blah. No, not really. It's just, no, it's just not, uh, it's not good. And I'm looking, I'm just looking forward to returning to normal and tasting food again. That is the, the, the worst thing about this is not being able to taste food because that's when you're like, wow. Never had anything like that happen completely before. Um, otherwise, the symptoms have not been bad just the uh, you know the voice and stuff and the thing is I I had this a month ago so I had something else and then I went to New York got back from New York and started feeling a little weird lost my sense of taste and I went "Eh, that's it I got it I got it so and I'm just I'm very troubled by this uh, note from this is unreal to me this is so callous for, I guess, what, 40% of the population of the country unvaccinated for a variety of reasons. Uh, Some people are doing it for health reasons, like me. Some people are doing it for religious reasons. Some people are doing it because they just don't want to be told by the government what to do. But listen, I mean, this is drawing a line between those who should live and those who die. And it sounds like the government doesn't care if you die if you're unvaccinated because it's your own damned fault listen to this we are intent on not letting Omicron disrupt work and school for the vaccinated you've done the right thing and we will get through this for the unvaccinated You're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves, your families, and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm. This is the most vicious thing I have ever seen from the White House. They have separated us into two classes. One, they view favorably and they wish health upon them. They say they've done the right thing. And the other group is saying you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves, your families, and your hospitals. There's no attempt to reach out to them. There's no attempt to say uh, we realize you made this choice. We are here to, uh, to treat all people regardless of their vaccination status because we realize there are other options but there is none of that. We've got the, uh, the people up here uh, who are vaccinated and they can resume normal life in their homes. And the unvaccinated, they should go to the ghettos. And they should get on the train cars. I'm not trying to be hyperbolic here. Well, to some degree I am. But this is really about as bad as it gets. That you would say this as the official government of the people, that you would divide 40% of the population because of their choice to not get vaccinated and essentially say off to the death camps with you. To me, I just got this right before the beginning of the show, and I looked at it and I went, this this, this can't be real. We, We can't have... We cannot have become this, that we'd be willing to look at someone's choice and say, I hope you die because of it. It's just breathtaking, just breathtaking. When all is said and done, I guess I will be glad that I got COVID so I can now have my immune system a uh, fight against it. You know, and I've always said from the get go, guys, I've always said from the get go, it is something we need to take very seriously. My biggest problem with COVID is that it has been politicized. It has been politicized by the left to control people. And I got to tell you, I just don't want to live in fear. And I haven't lived in fear. For the first year and a half of COVID, I was working in a car dealership while doing my TV show, and I met thousands and thousands of people, and I shook hands, and I didn't wear a mask, and I never got sick. And it literally took me going to New York City a couple weeks ago to uh, come back with COVID. And so um, I always knew it was real. I hoped that I wouldn't get it. I could not do the vaccine, so I had to deal with the fact if I got it, I would have to fight it in a number of different ways. uh, I've been a little disappointed with my my local area, maybe where you are, if you're in a really strict, like New York City, it's impossible to get prophylaxis for COVID. Uh, Doctors there are terrified to try things that are very effective. They only wanna tow the government line, which is vaccine and go to the hospital. And I think that's a shame because I had to go outside of my area to get the meds that I need. And some of them I got here locally. I had, you know, There's a decongestant and another couple things. Um, but otherwise, I had to go, I had to go elsewhere. So when, when all is said and done, I will be glad it's over. Um, I'm hoping it's kind of funny. Remember the, remember the Brady Bunch when uh, Carol Brady lost her voice and all the Brady kids were praying that mom would get her voice by Christmas so she could sing at church on Christmas? Remember when life was that simple? Remember that? Remember when television did something like that? And she was able to sing on Christmas morning. My goal was to be symptom free so my son could come home for Christmas. And I was bound and determined to do everything I can to achieve that. And I slept a lot, and I took doctor's advice a lot. And I took lots of supplements and I took ivermectin and I've got hydroxychloroquine coming and I've got this uh, wonderful um, doxycycline, which is a um, an antibiotic, you know, so I got all these things going for me. And the positive is I've been able to keep it largely out of my lungs. That's where I was the most afraid, because if it gets in the lungs, then it can get pretty ugly because I had H1N1 and that gave me pneumonia and I thought I was going to die with h1n1 and joe biden was put in charge of that and he never did anything there was no uh attempt at a vaccine or treatment it just went away h1n1 just went away why is this one so different oh i don't know maybe because it was created in a freaking chinese lab yeah i'm thinking that's it i'm thinking it's because it was created in a freaking chinese lab yeah i believe that and if you don't believe it came from a freaking Chinese lab, then you're not paying attention. Let's go to Mark in Baltimore. Hello there, Mark, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What are your thoughts, my friend?
0: Hi, hi, am Mr. Carson. Thank you for taking my telephone call.
1: Yeah, bro, what's up?
0: Number one, I, I agree with everything that you said in your opening. Thank you very much for sharing that. Yeah. Uh, I've told some of my friends on the left, they should Google gain of function, put a forward slash after it, put Dr. Fauci's name there. They're going to find out things that I've said to them that they just refuse to believe. And also, I haven't heard too much on the media about locally here in Baltimore about them talking about the seasonal flu. Uh, In my opinion, it's just my opinion, but this Omicron variant, just another alphabet soup variant, uh, I, who knows if it could just be something that they're saying instead of the seasonal flu. I don't hear anyone over here talking about getting the flu shot, which I Well, have.
1: Mark, Mark, this is interesting. Um, uh, last year, you know that the flu completely disappeared. I mean, all cases of the flu disappeared last year. And oddly enough, I heard a commercial the other day, and it talked about coming in and getting your COVID shot, and while you're there, getting your flu shot. And I thought, why the hell would I need to get a flu shot if COVID made the flu disappear last year? Why the sudden concern about the flu this year, Mark? Now, you said you got your flu shot.
0: I got my flu shot because my family asked me to, so I begrudgingly consented to it uh but uh i appreciate you sharing and everything i love your show i've been a long time listener and this is the first time i've called i wish you happy holidays merry christmas please get well soon we need you out there
1: all right brother have a good one have a good one i've never been afraid to get the flu shot i get it about half the time uh you know about half the time and uh you know i I don't know i i really i haven't been sick like this in 10 years so i don't get sick very often i'm very fortunate that way all right let's move on let's move on to other stuff shall we this is the headline biden returns to dc for a christmas reckoning president ignores questions and heads straight to the oval office with his approval rating at 41 percent omicron cases passing 1000 and his agenda in tatters Biden's $1.75 trillion Build Back Better agenda was effectively killed on Sunday by Democrat Senator Joe Manchin. Sweeter words, by the way, were never spoken.
2: And you know my concerns I had, and I still have these concerns, and where I'm at right now, the inflation that I was concerned about, it's not transitory, it's real. And
1: the Democrats know it was going to happen. They know that this was going to wreak havoc on inflation in this country. They know damned well.
2: It's harming every West Virginian. It's making it almost difficult for them to continue to go to their jobs, the cost of gasoline, the cost of groceries, the cost of utility bills. All of these things are hitting in every aspect of their life. And, and you and you start looking at then, then you have the uh, debt that we're carrying at $29 trillion. You have also the geopolitical unrest that we have. You have the COVID, the COVID uh, variant. Uh, and that is wreaking havoc again people are concerned i've been with the
1: democrat party have used crisis to push this through and they've lied and they've cajoled and they promised and they said it wouldn't cost anything and they said it would cost 1.9 trillion we all know it's at least five probably six trillion they're lying liars who lie
2: my family i know everyone's concerned so when you have these things coming at you the way they are right now uh, I've always said this, Brett. If I can go home and explain it to the people of West Virginia, I can't vote for it. And I cannot vote to continue with this piece of legislation. I just can't. I've tried everything humanly possible. I can't get there.
1: And you shouldn't get there because the people of West Virginia don't want it. That's first and foremost. Americans don't want it. They don't need it. The only people who want it are the radical left. They see it as a tool for social engineering. It's their dream. And let's hope and pray it's going down in flames. He has hopefully slowed inflation, uh, you know, as much as we can for now. They're they're still saying that inflation is going to continue like this at least for another year. I said, as soon as Joe Biden was fraudulently elected, I said that we have to be able to limit the amount of damage this man can do before 2022. And thus far, he's been able to run roughshod over the country. And thus far, he's been able to uh, do the rem- reverse Midas touch on everything, which is uh, something is golden, turn it into crap by touching it. And he did that with Afghanistan, and he's done that with uh, inflation, and he's done that with fuel prices and all of this stuff. He really is. Uh, and and I, I don't remember a whole lot about the Carter presidency because I was in elementary school. But, I mean, uh, Jimmy Carter was always – in my lifetime considered the worst president of all time Joe Biden makes him pale beyond comparison uh, this man is and always has been an abject joke a joke in Washington, D.C., he never gets anything right. He stumbles and bumbles his way through his entire career. He's enriched his family by selling influence. His sons and uh, daughter have sold influence uh, to the vice president, and uh, according to some sources, made the family at least $30 million. Sold influence to countries like Ukraine, to China, among other places. And when all is said and done, this will all come out in the wash. And now Build Back Better does a giant face plant. They tried to do it again. Remember Nancy Pelosi? She said, pass it before we we, uh, can read what's in it. About the twenty six hundred pages of Obamacare, that's what this is about what three thousand pages of of uh, material that nobody has read. And I think it is time to turn this crap back. It is time for America to tell these people who go to washington d c to spend their entire lives telling us how to live ours and treating this country. Like a $20 trillion corporation, the powers that be can parse out the money the company makes through taxes to their cronies, to their friends and whatnot, and the rest of the country be damned. Nancy, or uh, I should say Maxine Waters, none too pleased. I love it when Maxine Waters gets mad because she's, you know, just such a wonderful person anyway. She's a happy American grandma, just like Nancy Pelosi, a happy American grandma. Here is uh, Maxine Waters running through a laundry list of promises that she said would have been kept finally after 50 years in Washington, D.C., but uh, she's really lying.
3: And uh, is willing uh, to be one man, one person uh, that will hold up uh, assistance to the American people is absolutely disgusting uh, and amazing to me. Uh, in that bill, uh, we have the child uh, tax credit where we are helping to eliminate poverty for children in this country. Okay, I okay, have, hold, on, hold, bill, hold on, hold on,
1: hold on. Money- Lyndon Johnson. Lyndon Johnson promised he was going to end poverty in the country. With this great society, poverty has not declined one iota. We spent trillions of dollars on it, and it did precisely
3: D-word for Richard. To eliminate poverty for children in this country, I have in that bill. You know
1: how to eliminate poverty in children in the country, uh, parents stay in school get freaking jobs
3: money for housing
1: the cost of housing somebody told me i shouldn't yell i'm sorry sometimes i just you need to put an, uh, an exclamation point on things yeah i just that's how i feel so i'll be nice
3: is exploding we- for at least another five minutes We need to build affordable housing we need to do something yes we need to build affordable housing you've been building
1: broken housing projects for decades and decades you've been promising affordable housing for decades and decades and you keep doing stupid crap like in san francisco paying sixty thousand dollars a year for a homeless person to stay in a stupid tent or buying buildings and spending $300,000 on apartments for homeless
3: people. Yeah, that's real affordable for them, but not for us. About homelessness, we make, make sure that our public housing is safe and secure.
1: You've been promising this for decades. Have you been to Cabrini-Green in Chicago? Have you been into any public housing unit in America? The Democrat Party will never fix this. No legislation will ever fix it. No legislation has. They don't want problems fixed. This isn't about fixing problems. Because if problems are fixed, you don't need the Democrat Party anymore.
3: Bill is the most comprehensive package for housing uh, that we've had since, you know, we've had housing assistance in America.
1: Yeah, and housing assistance in in America has by and large been a massive joke, crime-addled, drug-addled messes where people get shot. But this was going to be the this was going to be the thing that did it. The Democrat Party they they like a kid wanting a pony for Christmas, and they're t- trying to convince you all of the wonderful things this pony will do, and they will take care of the pony. They not like the last pony. The last pony we forgot about the pony, and the pony starved to death in the yard. But this time we will love this pony, and this time we will take care of this pony. We promise you this time. After fifty years of dead ponies, we are going to finally get it right. And finally, at least one man listened to his constituents who said, we don't believe this crap and we don't need it. I told my wife, uh, she said, what do you want for Christmas? I don't need anything. And I don't. But I did. I did get myself something. I got a a new Traeger smoker uh, just because I haven't had a new smoker in like 16 years. And she said, will you need anything else? And I said, no. And then I realized I got what I wanted for Christmas uh, yesterday when Joe Manchin said this.
2: And you know my concerns I had, and I still have these concerns. And where I'm at right now, the inflation that I was concerned about, it's not transitory. It's real. It's harming every West Virginian. It's making it almost difficult for them to continue to go to their jobs, the cost of gasoline, the cost of groceries, the cost of utility bills. All of these things are hitting in every aspect of their life. And, and you and you start looking, and then then you have the uh, debt that we're carrying at $29 trillion. You have also the geopolitical unrest that we have. You have the COVID, the COVID.
1: Democrats, you can't have your puppy this year. You said you were going to take care of the puppy last year, and it died, and the year before, and for the last hundred years. Every time you've asked for a puppy, you've killed it. And we're not going to let you have the
2: puppy this time. But, uh, variant. Uh, and that is re- wreaking havoc again. People are concerned. I've been with my family. Oh,
1: and you know, and the spoiled little squad, those little girls in the squad that normally are used to getting everything they want because if they don't get it, they just throw a temper tantrum because that's what millennials do. They throw a little temper tantrum. The a non-candy checkout aisle at the grocery store was created for millennials like uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez because there are some parents who were not able to tell their children, no, you see. And so they grew up to be adult children who still throw temper tantrums when they don't get what they want. But here's an older, I mean like a really old adult child uh, throwing a tantrum, Maxine Waters.
3: And uh, is willing uh, to be one man, one person uh, that will hold up uh, assistance to the American people is absolutely disgusting. Oh, you poor little.
1: Oh, you you poor. You know what? You need a hug. Yes. And I wouldn't do it. You couldn't pay me enough to hug Maxine Waters. But I said this, you know, Democrat. Democrats, um, when they uh, go down in a blaze of glory, when their dreams of socialism go down in flames, they die like movie vampires. Okay, and, and and you ever notice in movie vampires, they always die in the most. They lash out in every direction, screaming and clawing and attempting to take you down with them. That's what they do. When Democrats lose, they die like movie vampires. Just like this, this one right here, when Kiefer Sutherland died in *The Lost Boys*.
3: I can't believe you didn't doubt
4: for Bill Backbatter! You're so evil! I'm melting! I'm melting! The dreams of the class of 1968 are dead!
1: just like that they die like movie vampires it's just uh that and it's that kind of caterwauling it gives me a a very wonderful sense of uh of well-being that we were able to do this and joe manchin stepped forward and he, he finally showed the cojones that he's left in west virginia for so many years uh he finally used them blanca in baltimore is on the phone hello there blanca and welcome to the rob carson show
5: Hello. Uh, yes, from Baltimore, aka Bulletmore, using Yeah, using the know. yes, using the adjective, uh, maxing you. What's truly disgusting and amazing is that too many in the Democratic Party continue to pander hard to uninformed Hispanics like myself and fill their pockets. They did it to another minority, but they're waking up. So yep. there isn't this fictitious money coffer where money is withdrawn like an ATM machine, and these individuals here just in Baltimore, who I've been trying to reach now for the last 11 months, you would be surprised, Rob, how many people think that the government runs on some kind of cloud of money. We pay. We pay for these politicians and we pay for every program. People say, really? I thought schools were free. Look at your paycheck, I tell them. I'll I'll help you to see where our money is going. There's federal, state, local and miscellaneous money that goes to pay for schools. And they're shocked to find that out. They're like, I didn't know that
1: it's never enough it's never enough for the uh, Democrat Party there is never an end to how much they want now an interesting thing I saw this and, and you said you're Hispanic yes I am, I am. Uh, this is interesting um, a new poll found that Hispanic voters favor a gener- generic generic Republico- Republican over a generic Democrat by two points which is a 42 point swing since 2018 so there is some movement among Hispanics towards Republicans. You're saying you're not getting that with uh, with some of the people that you are uh, are, are with.
5: Exactly, uh, we're not going to have a we're not going to have the type of uh, of, of uh, win like Yunkin did in in Virginia. But what's happening is the uh, minority, the other minority, the African Americans are waking up that they yeah. have been pandered. They're trying that on us. They are they, because yeah. I read both English and Spanish. And they are trying to pander us. And I'm trying to let them know, now that they're awake, that we and them, uh, we can reach both minorities. Because the Democratic Party, what they want to do is they want to do labels. Well, we're this is a label that we want them to understand. We're not going to be pandered. We are reading the newspapers. And we're gathering and we're going to be informed voters in, in 2022, not ignorant voters.
1: Absolutely. Well, you know, Baltimore, did you hear this weekend at uh, 15 shootings?
5: Yes, a total of 28 as of this morning. Yes, Dear God in heaven. This morning. 15, what? that was just on Friday. Yeah,
1: that, that was, was on Friday. Friday, you're right. 28 in Baltimore.
5: Yes. that is he- That
1: is a Chicago number.
5: Exactly. Because we have a prosecutor, we have a mayor that are in arm-in-arm arm playing, uh, you know, I don't know, they're playing uh, uh, Ring Around the rosy. I don't know what they're doing. And, oh, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. you know, it's all in the family. The Mosbys are married to each other. you got the mayor yeah. who's been there for 10 years in uh, yeah. and the, and the council. Um, uh, And uh, and then we have um, a previous mayor who uh, I was on a show with her and she said, well, the problem is Democrats just don't do a good job campaigning. Well, I'm going to prove her wrong. I'm going to prove her wrong. I am a voter. I am sick and tired of it. I've been sick and tired for 10 years of it. And we are the, the, the minority blacks. And I'll be honest with you, Rob. I've talked to Democrats who are African American, and they, not not, not one, not one that I've spoken to in the last 11 months, uh, I don't know where, where these votes came from, but not one have said to me, I didn't vote for Brandon. They tell me that. I didn't vote for him. These are African Americans. They're telling me I did not vote for him. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well it uh, it was I believe the twenty twenty election was stolen one hundred percent. If you, you, you could say you could say to me, prove it was stolen, I say prove it wasn't. Um Honestly, the country never voted for this crap and we are soundly rejecting this this buffoon, this empty suit, this this um, man in mental decline who will never make it to 2024 to run for president if he even lives that long, to be quite honest, Blanca. I think Correct. people are tired. I think people are tired of the lies and, and the promises and the promises and the promises and, and it's finally cutting through uh, and hopefully that's going to be... It's only going to be good if, you know, we we look to constitutional principles, individual liberty, and get off the, the government teat of the Democrat Party, which never feeds enough. It Correct. never and does also, enough.
5: Yes. And also, I, I like to say that, you know, the old adage says... That the third time is a charmer? No. The third time has been a nightmare. He tried to run first time, plagiarism. Tried to run the second time, he had to drop out that time too. Now he's on there, he's in the reins, and it, it is a nightmare. People in his, then the own, the VP's own staffers are leaving. That ought to yeah. tell you something. Oh, I yeah. homeschool my children. I homeschool my children, Rob, on Friday. The reviewer of the Baltimore City public school system, the reviewer told me, the worst thing you can do is put your kids back in school. I shouldn't say it. What does oh, that no. tell you?
1: Listen, I wouldn't have my I wouldn't have my kid in Baltimore public schools, if you're out of your nut. Exactly. All right. I'm
5: hey. calling them, and uh, and I and I'm right. educating them. Also, my fifth, uh, my my Good tenth grader is going to be a, a voter in 2024. He is right. being informed. He's been informed since eight years old. I tell them the both sides, Rob. I don't tell them that they're evil on the other side, but I tell them what they're doing. And if that's what we continue to allow, I tell my sons, that's what we're going to have. So I'm Blanca. teaching them not to hate. Not to say they're evil, but to say their policies are evil, they're not people focused, and they just want more, more, more. Greed, 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 never gets enough. It's like an ocean. It will never be enough for them. And they're trying to cut the throat of the African-Americans. They're coming after the Hispanics with the pandering, and we're not going to do it. I'm bilingual, and I am going to help everybody understand in both languages, African-American, white, Hispanic, Asian, I don't care who, whoever. I've yep. made myself committed to the cause that we are not going to lose the House, we're not going to lose the Senate, and we're not going to lose our country. I'm adopted. I'm an immigrant. I am naturalized citizen, and I didn't come to leave socialism for me to welcome it here.
1: God bless you, Bianca or Blanca. That was spectacular, absolutely spectacular. Before I go, I'll say Feliz Navidad.
5: Feliz Navidad y que Dios le bendiga. God bless you. As you can hear, the chants from the crowd, let's go, Brandon. Joe Biden.
1: Joe, Biden. Joe Biden, I believe, if he hasn't already, will go down as the worst president in American history. I really, really believe that because everything he touches turns to crap. You know, I mean, check this out. Joe Biden goes to uh, handle the supply chain crisis. And he goes out to L.A. a month and a half ago. And he, and he goes to the shipyards and he says, we're going to open this up 24-7 and we're going to start unloading uh, all these uh, cargo ships. And the crisis has gotten worse. What they did was they moved two-thirds of the ships 150 miles out so they're not counted as being waiting to be unloaded the the same amount of ships it's the same crisis it hasn't changed at all and uh, Secretary Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg is being given a failing grade on the supply chain crisis but you know what he's cute and gay and that's all that really matters He's cute and gay, and he has a book, and he's got a partner, and they adopted twins. Yeah, who cares? Uh, grow up. Do your freaking job. I don't care that you're cute and gay and that you just uh, adopted kids. That's really cool. I mean, I'm, I'm, I kind of have no problem with gay people adopting kids. Loving parents are loving parents. I'm adopted, for crying out loud. But honestly, I have no time, and the American people have no time for this nonsense. Majority of independents and Republicans, along with a plurality of Democrats, say former presidential candidate Pete Buttigieg is doing a poor job. Do you know why? Because he's doing a poor job. 81.4% of Republican voters say U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg is doing a poor job of handling the supply chain crisis. 7.6% say he's doing a fair job. 5.9% saying a good job. 5.1% say doing an excellent job. Can you think of one cabinet member that Joe Biden has that's doing a good job? 32% 32% of democrat voters say US transportation secretary Pete Buttigieg who's cute and gay is doing a poor job of handling the supply chain crisis 14.7% say he's where did he get that uh, that little uh a mobile of the beb the baby crib i have got to see is that is that baby's ours seriously that is, i saw it in vanity fair say a good job. 24.7% say an excellent job. Uh, I have yet to see him do any damned job, to be quite honest. And by the way, I don't know if you knew this, countries like Japan and Sweden are experiencing the same supply chain crisis, and they have nowhere near the inflation we do. Nowhere near their inflation, approximately 1%. And now Build Back Better, thanks to Joe Manchin, is going bye bye And with that, I'm going to do a little beautiful dedication to, to our president. Welcome back, Carter. This is comedian Jim Gossett.
4: It sucks to be you. It sucks to be you. Your polls are way down. You look like a clown, Joe Biden. You're through. But Bill back better. sock is a tool. Kamala's a fool. Poor little squad. You couldn't try harder to be Jimmy Carter. You make him seem
1: cool. I hope you all have a terrible Christmas. Of
4: oh. presents I've seen, you're the most obscene. Son was a schmuck. Clinton liked a lie. LBJ was mean. You've been in D.C. fifty years long. On everything you have been wrong. It sucks to be you. Red states won't turn blue in '22. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the. Go, you know the, you know the thing. Nobody. Could be this bad as president. You are quite sad. Biden, it sucks to be you. You have no clue. It sucks to be you.
1: It is time for me to go, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you for listening today. The show is growing by leaps and bounds. Uh, if you would like to, and I would appreciate it if you do this, go to Apple Podcasts subscribe to the show, and if you would, give me a review. Right now, I've got a lot of five-star reviews, and I greatly appreciate it. If you like the show, if you like the humor, you like the content, because I put a lot of content into this sucker, then please leave a nice review for me. That would be gigantic. That would be gigantic. Big things are coming, guys. I am blessed to be here. God bless you. God bless our police. God bless our military. Never forget Ashley Babbitt's name. And above all, don't catch the
0: stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details. Gail's.